I'm so sorry. That's okay. No, it's not okay. It was one of those, I was like, I bet she's busy or she forgot. It's okay. Oh, I totally forgot. I'm so- I, I promise before I had my daughter, I used to be such an intelligent person. Like I had a really, like my job was like personnel and like legal cases and like health and safety stuff. And I was all on the ball. And then I had her and she sucked every brain cell out of my brain. <laughs> so I just, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. And then I saw your message. I was making my bed and I was like, okay, like let's wrap this up. And it's okay. It's not, it's not a video. Like I, I only ever use the audio. Oh, well you could have told me that. I wouldn't call you. <laughs> I thought you like, knew. I, no, no, the, <laughs> I don't ever, because I'm not smart enough to try to get it on YouTube and stuff like that. So oh. it's just an audio. <laughs> then I wouldn't have taken the 20 minutes to do this. I only from the top up, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> totally fine, right? That's, oh! that's the perk of Zoom is that you can wear whatever you want as long as you're not yeah. showing parts. Holy, so I'm, I apologize, I'm sorry. That is completely fine. <laughs> and I text my husband, he's out grocery shopping to pick up Mother's Day stuff. And I was like, cool, I can't clean the house. I forgot about something, so he's super excited. <laughs> it's fine it'll be a good day um well welcome robin thank you <laughs> you're very welcome this is like the first time we've ever talked like i like because we're on the same um like accountability group that's the only mm-hmm. way i really know you and i creep you through all of your social media <laughs> that's okay it, it actually happens a lot believe it or not uh, and the, the, one of the worst things, well, not worst, but like one of the strangest things is people, um, apparently also know my husband. So that oh. he'll be like working and they'll be like, Hey, I saw on your wife's Facebook and or like <laughs> I'll ask questions or whatever. that's funny. I don't think I would ever do that. Even if we had never, like if after this, if I saw you on the street, I'd be like, Hey, before that, I'd be like, yeah, we'll people will come up to me in like the before times. I'd be at like the fair or something. Yeah. And they'd be like, hi, how are you? I'd be like, great, how are you? And I'm <laughs> I'm very uh believe it or not, if I am not comfortable and I don't like know people or I'm mm-hmm. um being around crowds is like a huge like anxiety thing for me. Yep. So if I don't recognize like it or in those spaces, like I don't talk, I don't talk. It so, makes, like, it makes sense. The funny yeah. thing is is that like uh, this is a little confession of me is that like so I've known Melissa since elementary school I think or maybe high school maybe grade nine we went to the same youth group for a bit we hung out for a while we're friends and then once I got in the beach body like accountability group you were the person that I was like ah she's cool I want to be her friend (laughs) (laughs) I think it's because there's a lot of stuff you post about that I'm like I fully agree with what you talk about and so I was like you seem cool I was like I want to be her friend but then I'm a wimp and then I don't ask people to be my friends (laughs) Yeah, I just seem really cool online, but in person, this is why lockdown is great for me. I was yeah. built for this. <laughs> do you not do you not find that the like the lockdown has like because you have you talk about your mental health status quite a bit. Do you find that it's made it worse or better? Because I've heard both ways for people. I mean, a lot of my everyday life didn't really change. I already work from home. Um, so, I mean, that didn't really change and I don't like our family only has one vehicle. So that didn't really change. So a lot of my everyday didn't really change. Mm -hmm. What changed for me was watching my son 
struggle being off of work and he's also very like uh like he definitely I see a lot of my mental health quirks in him so watching him go through those ups and downs like that's what changed me and we feed off of each other which is not always great so that that kind of um hurt me a bit but a lot of my everyday life didn't really change a whole lot like I still have my my kids coming and in a lot of ways I feel grateful for that but a lot of my everyday didn't change I just I don't get to see adults as much but like true so um sorry I should say we're we're recording hello welcome to Admiral Adventures you haven't said anything weird you're good uh this is Robbie and we already said hello um so uh you do home daycare yeah how long have you done home daycare for uh I've been doing it for three years now before that I after I had my daughter I left my uh job I was at 12 years and so you, okay you briefly described it I for some reason thought you did something in firefighting maybe because you posted that were you volunteer firefighter then or what did yeah, you okay, so okay. <laughs> I don't talk about it a lot actually I don't know why but yeah before we lived where we do now we worked in um or we lived in my husband and I lived in a more rural community before we lived um had kids yep and a lot of these rural communities um don't have full-time departments so they yep. depend on part-time yeah mine and, and, and he did it. yeah he did it for 10 years oh, and yeah. they were looking for people and I always I always helped and assisted with like um not so much their job but a lot of their community outreach and their kids yeah. and their events and charities so I was like well like I can do it like if you guys like me people I guess so yeah I was in it for just over a year um we were going through like our wedding and then obviously I mm-hmm. got pregnant with my son so didn't do as much and yeah. then um, and then never never went so why did you switch to daycare I understand probably you did have kids so maybe that shifted the way your brain thought but so what what made you get into it um I uh, I always loved working with kids. I just find the way that their brain works. I just find it so incredible. And um, I kind of was one of those people who, like, I did really well in school, and I tried really hard, and I was going to go to university. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of the programs I was going to go into was for kids. Yep. And then um, I just found this job that I went to for the summer, and then I just kind of never left it 12 years later. Oh, okay, yeah. And I, I rolled up in the company, so it was fine. So when I had my son, it was a very big change for me because I was so driven in my career that putting that on hold and trying to refocus on family life, Mm -hmm. it was a change, but it was, it was awesome um, for me. And then when I went back after my maternity leave, my heart broke because I miss everything. Like I miss his first Christmas. I miss his birthday, every holiday, you know, three out of four weekends a month. And then my, my commitment really changed. And then we had my daughter and I had a lot of um, health things come out of that, that I spent time with my son. And Mm -hmm. I just thought like, I can do this. I can, I can find a way to do what I want. And I wanted to spend time with my children. Yeah. That makes sense. How many, how many kids do you normally uh, have at your daycare? I don't know. Uh, so, right now you have your kids, obviously. Yeah, so I have my son and my daughter and my son is school aged yep. and then I have my daughter and then I will have four other kids a day. And then, oh, okay. And what I've seen, I think it, you have a couple school age kids as well in the daycare right now. Cause yeah, have- sometimes they kind of, they come in, we, we always say we kind of, they, that they, they come back home. Yep. So, you know, when they get stuck or they want to visit or they, they need to, yep. you know, get their energy out, they always come back home. Yeah. 
that's fun though. Um, how has that uh, struggle been through COVID running a daycare? Um, not a whole lot changed. And I think if my, my own children were in school, it wouldn't have really changed much, yeah. but I'm, I have it just like built into me to, to sort of be that perfectionist. Uh, I just, I kind of can't help it. And so, uh, the first COVID, you know, when the first yeah, COVID, yeah. um, I, I did have a school aged child and I had mine and they were in different grades. They're in different schools. Their schedules mm-hmm. were different. And I take a lot of pride in what I do in my daycare mm-hmm. and every daycare and every care is the same. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. It's just, it's what I wanted for my kids. And that's yes. what I offer to other kids. Yes. And so staying in our routine and our lessons was still important. So I was essentially running three different programs at the same time. Wow. And so that was difficult trying to balance everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I just have my son only in school and uh, we've kind of, we found finally like a pattern. So uh, like this time around, not a whole lot has changed. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this time around, not a whole lot has changed. The, the worst thing for us is we spend a lot of time outside. So being stuck to a computer for a good chunk of the day is kind mm-hmm. of tricky, but you know, the kids, they're still, they're still all the same. We still, their routine a lot of the time hasn't yeah. changed. At least having the daycare, like your kids still get to be social, like even though you have two, yeah. so they can be social together. But I feel like that's what I've heard from most parents is that their kids aren't being allowed to be social outside of the house because COVID. So right. at least you're able to have those kids around And I always kids. say that that is a huge benefit that my children have this time around mm-hmm. in their lives is that exactly that they, they've had the benefit that they see other kids. Yeah. And, and that is, that is invaluable. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go back a step. And so we had, uh, I, I mentioned that we are on an accountability group. So uh, it's for Beachbody. Not like everyone knows that. Some people do, some people don't. But um, what got you into Beachbody? Probably Melissa. That's probably good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Melissa actually related to me by blood. I don't know if you know that. Sort of. I by thought blood. so, but I didn't know how. Yeah. Her- so her husband and my husband are third cousins. So our children okay. are fourth cousins, I guess, if you follow. Okay. okay yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when we were both pregnant, so our, my youngest and her son are the same age. So when we were pregnant, you know, you kind of, you're looking for someone who's going through the stages with you. And that's when, when we really became, um, you know, we obviously saw each other at family events, but that's when we really started talking more on a personal level. Um, Um, so yeah, so so she was doing it. Yeah. Cause she's been doing it for a while. Um, so how long have you been with Beachbody? Cause you are a coach with Beachbody. Yeah. So I've been doing it, uh, I guess for almost two years now. This will be my third summer. Good for you. Like, cause I've seen, I've seen your posts of your journey and like, I feel like you've had amazing results. I have. <laughs> I mean, uh, I am very everybody coaches and everybody's I think goals in their in their life and with their body and their health are different yes. and I've come to learn and accept that what I'm looking for doesn't have to match anybody else and that's okay yeah. and my path is um so my path was 
started based on help, needing needing help mentally. And I was trying everything. I was trying everything to get help and to get better. I knew I had a problem. I was trying. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I gained weight afterwards. I had started taking medications that made me gain weight. And um, this time around, I have recently started those medications back up um and have gained weight and you know i went through a period recently where i wasn't exercising and i I wasn't um eating well and i was i was secluded basically trying to protect my mental health because Mm -hmm. i that's all i can i've accepted that that's what my capability is i i can only do one at a time if if they're both struggling and and so i gained weight and to some people, I mean, maybe some people can balance them both. Maybe some people, <coughs> pardon me, are, are just really good with sticking in routine and sticking to it. And, and that's fine, but it doesn't work for me. So yeah. I actually, you know, I've, I've gone up in weight. I've got, you know, lost some habits that I know I need and I'm getting there again. But I just, I just try and be honest with people and just, you have to know what works for you and what your goals are and what your best is. And I know it's maybe further away from my physical health goals I need, but, um, I've repaired some of my mental health and I needed that. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of go up and down. I keep saying that, like, I recently finished a book that says change your brain, change your life. And it's a big thing talking about how we neglect our brain, right? Because our brains are the things that make our body function. Uh, no, but I, I feel like I know a lot of people that don't actually pay attention to their mental health or they, they don't talk about it. They don't like try to resolve. They just go, Oh, it's, it's fine. I've got depression or this or that. And so many people I know that have actually tried to make that effort. Like we need our brain to be as healthy as we can. However that is, if that's working out, if that's medication, if that's whatever, the food you eat makes a difference. Right. So it's, it is a journey and it's constantly changing. So I fully get it. Like you have to stop. Yeah. And I, um, I, I'm, you know, like most people nowadays are balancing so much Yeah. and I only have so much extra room yeah. in my, in my cup and, and I'm just not able to balance. I know that for me to be my best self, I need to be there mentally and physically and I need to exercise and I need to get outside and I need to sleep. And I know I need to do these things, mm. but sometimes when you're so like, I know when I'm so overwhelmed, there's only just a teeny bit of room left and I need to focus on one of those things. Yep. And sometimes one of those other things falls off, but the way that I work is I'd rather get one back on board so I don't have to worry about it. And then yep. when that's that, I can move on. No, it makes sense to me. I, I am lucky that I, I don't struggle with a lot of mental health stuff. So like if I would say, if I can understand it, other people should be able to understand it. One of my good friends, she'll, I'm having, she's on the podcast the week after you'll be on. And same thing. We're going to talk about all of her mental health stuff because she is, she's been the person that I've known that like, she's struggled with her mental health and she, but she's always been open and honest with it. And I find that like, I admire her for that because she just tells people like, Hey, I, I can't fully focus on like the outside world right now. Like I'm still here. I still love all of you as family and friends, but I just can't right now. So I will reach back out when, when I'm good. And I'm like, I get that. I a hundred percent get that. Right. Cause she's got a kid too. And so like, there is an order of, as you say, like what you have time for. 
I get mm-hmm. it. Completely get it. I don't have kids, so I don't get that outside of it. But um, so I brought you on to talk about because you post about this stuff a lot, and I think it's great because I I fit with those things a bit with you because you post a lot about um you call I don't know if you call yourself a green witch but you read the book about being a green witch and like you're like you like crystals you I feel like me and you have the exact same like pack of I don't even know if I think they're called oracle cards because I have a whole bunch of tarot cards too but I think I saw one recently do you have the moon one yeah actually I just got it for my birthday nice yeah so So, my brother purchased it for me yeah I got that one for was it my birthday last year I think I got that set from a coworker because I had given her a different pack of tarot cards for her birthday and we're like a week apart. But uh, so have you always been kind of drawn to, to those things to more, I'll say the spiritual side of things? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's been a, a journey of its own. Yeah. And uh, the thing about learning about energy and mm-hmm. magic and, um and and things like that is it's so open and there's it's not it's not that this is this is the way it has to be and this is what you are it's so open for interpretation and so accepting that you kind of gotta work through it yes and I've I've always felt something was there and Mm -hmm. you know like growing up we went to Catholic school and um didn't really I didn't feel that like I didn't feel like you know I I a lot of my friends were Christians and Catholics and and they wholeheartedly believed that there was something else there and I wanted so badly to believe it but I never I never could I was Mm -hmm. faking it and and I saw them and I always had this feeling like like I wish that I could feel something like that. Yeah. And I never did. But that being said, I always felt that there was something there, something else there. And I yep. couldn't really ever describe it, but okay. I, I always felt like there was something else there. And I couldn't, it's something that I could like never really put my finger on. Yeah. And, you know, it would be things like dreams, dreams that would come real, mm-hmm. uh, that would come true or feelings. And, you know, for lack of better explanation, these things that would feel like these like deja vu feelings that would happen all the time. And like, do they happen to everybody? Yes. But you know, the extent that they would happen. Um, and, um, I would just, I never really put anything into it because everything I had been taught that was real or like spirituality, I guess we'll say Mm -hmm. it never fit with what I experienced so I just Hmm. sort of like always brushed it off as as just whatever as just nothing and um and yeah so in the last um I think actually when COVID first started um there wasn't a whole lot to do I didn't have I only had one daycare child at the time okay and you know there wasn't a lot to do so we would go on walks and all of a sudden, I remember we came, my son and daughter and I and my brother, um, he was at home, we mm-hmm. came into the forest and there was this huge tree that was uprooted and the roots were, I don't even know, 10 feet in the air. Yeah, huge. And yeah. my son wanted to climb it and I climbed it and he tried to climb it and I, 
I reached out to grab him to help him up. And literally in that moment, something happened. And it was like, like this, this is what it is. Yeah. And I, like, I, it sounds really silly and, and hard to believe, but being outside and, and, and feeling the difference of, of that energy and being out there mm-hmm. and, and collecting it kind of put all those pieces together and it's been almost I guess two years yeah. I feel like of you know reading this and reading that and picking pieces and researching and and trying to find your way and what works for you mm-hmm. to kind of put together what this thing is yeah and then all of a sudden I realize look at this thing that's out there this thing of people are talking about magic and witch and you know you don't you don't I don't think as an adult you know, witches were something you always saw in TV or in television mm-hmm. and you thought, thought they were fairy tales. You never really thought that they were like a real thing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I went through a funny journey when I was younger, cause my parents aren't religious at all. Didn't go to a, a religious school, but then I met friends in like grade eight and they went to a youth group so I just thought hey I'll go maybe I'll make friends so I went and I went to church for a while and I was heavily involved for probably 10 years of my life like I I met my ex-husband at church and stuff like that and I thought that was going to be my place until I started to see I don't want to say flaws because that sounds really rude to the church system but there were things that didn't add up in what I thought a loving community should be. Um, And what opened my eyes was when I played roller derby. And that sounds like a weird place to find it. But when I got into that community, you met women from all walks of life, all sizes, all shapes, but you went in and there was just unconditional love. And that made a difference, right? And And then through that meeting people and kind of talking to them through their stuff, I met more people that were more into, I don't even know what to call it because they wouldn't call themselves green witches, but I would say that they're more in tune with the earth's energy maybe the best way to say it because I don't know how else to say it and through that just slowly like breaking down those old uh religious ins and outs really changed things for me because I was always told through church that I was the weakest link and like things weren't good in life and um so being able to find more of like crystals and I know people always get like oh you're a girl that likes astrology but it's to me it's not like I'm not talking about like a weekly horoscope type thing I'm talking about my actual sign and what my sign means to me because when I do read my sign the actual base of it it's it's creepily true that that is who I am like I'm a I'm a Libra so everything needs to be balanced like I can't have things out of whack and it drives me crazy. And so like, as I got more into, I normally keep like a little pouch of crystals. And since this girl, like we never, never have pockets. So it's always tucked in my bra because where else do you put it? And like, I just went through just before COVID. I, I luckily right near my work, there is a little shop that obviously has all of those types of thing, crystals, books, this, that new thing. And, uh, I was able to just sit there and I think I had like three hours before work. I don't know why I was there that early. And I just sat there and like went through every single stone and just picked out like my thing. Cause I felt like, cause I'm a manager and I find you get overwhelmed with negativity and like the stress of it. So I was like, I just need stuff that is like stones that draw those bad energies and like give me good energy. And that's what I did. And then, and then I found 
that I didn't even know that there was ones, but they were ones that are stones specifically for like positive female energies. And I was like, I need to have some of these in my life for sure. Cause I saw, was it yesterday that you mm. had yours out? Were you charging them in the sun? Yeah. You were yeah. So, yeah, so sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I relate a lot to sort of the same energy that you do. Like I was, I've always been a pretty decent care, uh, judge of character and I have this capability. I've been told by people that when you need to speak to someone in a certain way, or you need to tell someone something, I'm the one that always gets to do it because apparently I'm always able to tell people things they're doing wrong or the bad news mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, that it, it just doesn't seem that way. Yeah. And, um, and I'm the same. Like I always felt the energy of the earth mm -hmm. and I had friends and actually like Melissa is one of them that she's been into astrology for a long time. And she introduced me um crystals and stuff like that and I used to think she was kind of crazy I was like oh astrology like, that's not for me but in in connecting to the energy of the earth and understanding and realizing the way that I feel when I step into the forest and yeah. you know when my daughter brings rocks home or we have sticks or yeah. we have whatever feeling that and then it that's why it transferred into crystals because like they, they're from our earth. Mm -hmm. And I think to not believe that they contribute somehow, you know, if you feel one, I don't know why you wouldn't feel the other. Like it's yeah. all connected in just, you know, this world that we, that we live in. And you kind of have to look at it as, you know, a growing being like, you know, animals have energy and people have energy. Well, if they essentially, you know, grow, like they form from the earth yeah. then like, why wouldn't they contain that either? true it's so true so i i haven't like so i only charge my stones in moonlight in full moonlight normally i've never heard someone charging them in sunlight i didn't even know that was a thing yeah so you know i would say probably the last like since winter i've really started to get into crystals and um, Melissa was one of the people who brought it to me and Hope is actually another lady on our beach body team. And she is so knowledgeable and, um, like I just, she says something and I just, I just feel it like, and so I've really started to learn and research on my own. And again, it goes back to being finding what works for you and that yeah. there's not one answer. It's not, it's not a straight path. Mm -hmm. There's so many forks and you just have to find what works with your energy. And yeah, I used to think that everything had to be done by the moon. And then, um, I was thinking the other day, yesterday actually was the first sunny day that we've had for like almost three weeks. Yes. It feels. Yeah. And I just, I kind of closed my eyes and I've been working with hope with some different things I always get purchased my crystals from her. And we were talking about feeling your energy and um, letting stones, you know, speak to you in, in your energy. And in doing that, I found that like when I, when I am meditating or when I am, you know, speaking to the stones, like my energy that I feel is bright and yellow and like mm -hmm. sunlight. And I thought, well, like, well, that's silly. 
then like if that's how I feel my energy and how I feel the energy and like obviously with my mental health yeah um, I always am happier in the summer because yeah. of this line I was like well I'm gonna take advantage of this so I'm gonna place some of my my crystals out in the sun and like it's been three weeks like everybody's happy today yeah. you know we're feeling energy like let's soak it up so yeah, there are several ways. I've done water before, um, also specifically like moon water. I've done yep. moonlight. Um, I've done other crystals. Um, uh, I have done with like plant, you could do like plants and oils. So I've done like a smudge, really? uh, a sage. Uh, you can, like there's all different ways and it's really whatever resonates with you because yeah. at the end of the day, you're the one getting the energy from that yeah. or you know, if you obviously like, if you give it to someone, um, so yeah, so I'm actually the earrings I'm wearing, I charge uh, in my necklace. I charge. What just, are they? Cause I, I can only see dark. What are your earrings right now? Yeah. So these are actually, uh, now I'm learning. Okay. So bear with me, everybody. Don't tell me I'm doing it, saying it wrong. Cause I probably am. Uh, so these are black tor, turlamine, turlamine, turlamine. Okay. And it is probably my favorite stone. And really, yeah. So they are these beautiful black stones that have these like metallic fragrance through them. And mm -hmm. I love them because they're not like a rock. They are almost like a branch in the way that they're formed. Mm. And they are like, they're just layered and layered and layered. And what's great about that is uh, if you need to split it, it's so easy to split. And oh. um, there for protection and creating a safe space and hope actually I, I reached out to hope this last time when I was struggling really really hard with my mental health and asked her to make me a necklace and she said I need to get you these stones and I bought a big lot of them and we split some of them and I cannot tell you the change once we started and I say we because um, I had something with my son that we started using these stones and how they changed our energy. So I purchased earrings. I have them in my necklace and yep. it, uh, wanted the earrings so that they were close to my mind so that it, you know, makes a safe space for my mind and helps protect it and like weed out the negative energy because again, that's what I was struggling yep. with. Um, and then it's obviously in my necklace so that it's close to my heart and my throat chakra so that, um, you know, I can kind of balance and, and, and make my, my, myself essentially my own energy yeah. um, safe and protected. I love that. Honestly, when you were talking about charging the sun and your energies, I never, I never thought about the sun side of it. And I am the same type that I am like, I'm drawn to the brights, like the yellows, those things that, and that's what makes me happy. And I'm like, why did I never think the charge in the sun? Yeah. So I, crazy. I've been, I've been kind of, figuring it out and obviously we you know where we live we, mm -hmm. we don't have a lot of sunlight in the past couple of months so yes. it's something that you don't think about because it, we, we don't have it yeah. but you know we live our best life like we being my family you know we we live five minutes away from the world's largest freshwater beach and yes. you know our backyard is a natural um um not natural um and what we're going for here <laughs> so um you know we spend a lot of time outside we spend a lot of time at the beach mm. and that's when we are happiest and yeah. even in my childhood um you know we we didn't live here we used to live in the city when we were kids yeah. 
And my mom at the time was a single mom and would pack us all up every weekend. We take the two hour drive and mm-hmm. we had a family cottage here and that's what we would do. We would spend the days outside. Yeah. And, and I look back on my childhood and that's what I remember. You know, we had a hard childhood and, you know, bless my mom. She went through a lot and, you know, she struggled. And I don't remember any of that as a kid because I just remember the other Those moments. Yeah, it's true. Because I, I know where you live. My boyfriend lives in the same town. So I'm there quite often. And I was actually surprised because I never, when I was younger and went there, I never really looked around the town ever. But there's a lot of green spaces. There's a lot mm-hmm. more than I thought there would be. Um, we're, we're heavy into fishing and hunting, me and my boyfriend. So like, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't even say I'm good at either of them. I just generally like being either near the water or in a tree. Cause that's generally what I'm doing. I just sit in a tree stand for hours, generally just watching stuff. That's about it. <laughs> so. Which is my favorite pictures of you, by the way. And when you post them, I can totally feel it. And you won't even know because you have your hat on. Yeah. And like your, your scarf. <laughs> yeah. And you can't see anything, but there is something in that picture and in your eyes that you know like I can feel it. I believe nice. it. Oh, that is your spot. It is. It's great. Like, don't get me wrong. There are moments that like, because when I went out the other morning, what was it? It was Thursday morning. So you would know the general area um, just on the outskirts of town. I don't want to say a big thing. So if you're leaving, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to say big things so that people like, no. Um, if you're coming, I don't want to even say, well, whatever. People know that I live near Barry. So if you're leaving yours towards Barry on the mm. main highway there. The spot yeah. that I normally hunt is off to the left. If you look, it's a big yeah. field out there. And I'm normally out there. And so I, the other morning I thought, oh, I'll go out. I had to get up at like four in the morning to get out there on time to get set up. And like the first thing that happens when I'm in the tree stand is a coyote comes out. And to me, like to any other hunter, they're like, shoot the coyote. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like that's to me, I'm like, it's not a no. And so I'm just sitting there and I'm like, how can I get like to me? I would love for him to come closer to me, like come towards the tree stand. I could say hello to him. But to everyone else is like, no, they'll eat your like your your decoys and stuff like that. So you need to get them to go away. But I'm like, but I want him to come closer. <laughs> so I have to be like, dude, go, go. And he looks at me. I'm like, please go. I just want you to run away so I can be like, oh, he ran away. But I love it. it. It's so true. Like I am, I am glad that way that, um, my boyfriend, I'm glad that he did get me more into it because I, I've always been an outdoors person, but I just never did stuff when I was outside. Sometimes yeah. I would just want to be outside and like any excuse to sit near the water. I'm totally fine with it. So if, if that means I'm sitting there with a fishing pole sitting in the water, I'm totally okay with that. Um, but, uh, no, there was someone, oh, who was it? Someone told me recently, probably wasn't recently, it was probably a couple of years ago, that she has fires, like a, a bonfire normally every Saturday night. And there is this, I wish I could remember what it was called, that she talked about, but like, there is like a grounding when you are outside. And supposedly with the more green energies, I'll call it, she always said that every Saturday night she wanted to have a bonfire because it reconnected with there was a name to this energy and I don't know what it's called but like it would reconnect her to this energy and that's why she every weekend would go out into her she had a a beautiful backyard to do it and she would go and have a bonfire just to reground and reconnect 
And same with, I've heard people like they purposely go into green spaces or into the forest and take their shoes off and just let their toes dig in a little bit. Because it is like, I would, I probably can't say it's proven because I haven't researched it, but I thought it was proven that it, it does, it rechanges you, even if supposedly jet lag. If you go mm -hmm. and fly somewhere and you get off a plane and you find the first green space you can and you dig your toes in, it'll help you actually get over your jet lag faster because you are reconnecting to that part of the earth's energies. And I was like, I think that's, I think that's amazing. I think that, I think to underestimate the power of what we live on, mm -hmm. which is earth, you know, to underestimate the power of what it has and the energy that it has and the effect on us, I think is, is sort of naive because, mm -hmm. you know, we took like, let's talk about being parents. Like we, we focus so much on, you know, a, a newborn baby and putting it, you know, the right energy and love mm -hmm. into it. And, and that's something that isn't necessarily, you know, concrete, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. but it's that feeling and you know this this earth has been having people and animals and plants on it for so long that i mean that energy has to be rooted somewhere yep and there are a lot of studies actually out there um especially when it comes to health mental health um about getting outside breathing mm -hmm. fresh air how it improves your circulation and yep. going for a walk can help and there are a lot of studies right now going on around children and obviously, I, I think anybody with a child who is at home learning right now can attest yeah. to this, is that um, the amount of time that they spend outside, how it correlates to their, um, to their growth and, and their feelings and sort of, bur you know, we always say like burning off that energy. Yep. And there are a lot of people right now who are doing studies about how much time children should spend outside, because yep. I think. I think we can all agree in today's society, you know, um, that generation doesn't spend as much time outside yeah. as maybe our generation did. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's just the way that we're evolving. Yep. Uh, but you know, there are, there are people out there fighting to get kids regulated to get outside more often. Yep. And I think it's amazing. You know, I, I have children of my own and I have children uh, in my care and we get outside a lot and we didn't always. And, the I can tell when my kids start to go stir crazy because mm -hmm. we haven't been outside in a while, and that includes wintertime. Like yep. you know, it's not just about the sunshine. It's there is something about getting outside in the fresh air mm -hmm. that just, like you said, it just regrounds you. It's so true. Even well, you can even see your your daughter earlier on was like, "Can we go for a bike ride?" And you're like, "I promise, <laughs> soon, soon, I will, uh -huh. I will." A lot of this actually changed with my daughter. So, yeah. Uh, for a lot of people who don't know who I was you know, before I had kids or my story, mm -hmm. you know, I was, I, I worked in retail management and I spent a lot of my time indoors. I came from a job working 60, sometimes 70 hour weeks and weekends and, and all hours of the day. Yeah. And I didn't get a lot of time outside. And when I finished work, I didn't want to spend time outside. Yeah. Like I wanted to catch up on sleep and whatever. And, um, you know, I was always that kid growing up in high school who, you know, I, I love to read. So I didn't want to be outside with my family playing. I wanted to mm -hmm. be inside reading. Yeah. And then it wasn't actually until I had my daughter, who is this beautiful, like, I just call her an earth child. She has always, always had this connection to the earth. And, you know, trying to put shoes on this child has been a struggle. And <laughs> she just wants to be outside. Yeah. She wants to be digging in the dirt. Um, she just loves the forest, 
you know, we, I take her to my husband, my husband works, he works, um, for a company. Um, he's their only employee, but they also have a small hobby farm. So we go there, we help with the animals and just watching her is kind of been what sparked this path for me because it's different when you can see things through the eyes of a child because you just, you can't, an adult says something that isn't mainstream and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever, like yeah. you know, it's a little movie, but a child says it and you know, they're saying it for a reason and you trust, yeah. you trust them and watching her go through that really made me hone in on that and say, well, like if she's feeling this and mm-hmm. I can relate to these instances with her. There's got to be something there. And yeah, it is because of her. We spend a lot of time outside and there are days I, you know, sometimes I don't, I have no energy left as a, Mm -hmm. you know, split so many ways. I don't want to get outside, but there she is. She's asking to go for a bike ride. (laughs) She's asking to go in the trails. She's asking to go somewhere. And she's not wrong because at the end of the day, no matter how burnt out I am after doing that, I always feel better. Yeah. It's so true. I see pictures of her and I I give her props because I, I, even as a kid could not do this, but when she picks up those worms. Oh yeah. Grosses me out. She just, she, she is just connected to it. And she, if there's something, you know how there's always people who you go somewhere, you go for a walk and they run into pets and there's always people Mm -hmm. who pets love them. And that's just her. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a rock, if it's a stick, if it's an Mm -hmm. animal, if it's a worm or a slog, it doesn't matter what it is. She just has this energy where she feels like she needs to mother it. Yeah. And like, you know, we have lots of rocks. Every time she goes without <laughs> me, which is not very often, she brings me a rock. Yeah. And, you know, and I, that's, <laughs> kids do that. Yeah. And at what age do we stop doing that? Because, you know, we can pick any gift in the world and, you know, children choose to pick rocks in their pockets or sticks. Yeah. It's true. It's funny because I recently went on a walk and came home with a pocket full of rocks as an adult. Yeah. I was like, I like this rock. It's coming home with me. Yeah, but we, like, we will tell you about our collections. <laughs> see, I'm surprised. For you, it's like, what do you do with them? I'm like, I just picture, I was like, you should just make like a little rock garden somewhere around your house or something. It's like, yeah. this is her rock garden. So um, the rock thing started when my son, actually, my son, bless his heart, is not an outdoor kid. He's too like analytical for the outdoors. I can get him outdoors if we're doing something on an adventure, but I can just open the door and release my, my daughter and my son needs to be reading a book out there, which is fine. But when he reached a certain age, he would do that everywhere. Every time he would leave the house, he would, he would collect rocks. Yeah. And so, you know, in the before times when the world was different, yeah. anytime we would go somewhere as a family, he would bring a rock home. And yeah. we actually do have a small rock collection. It's maybe got about 20 rocks in it. Yeah. It's on top of our hutch that holds our dishes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And they have, uh, used, we've used black marker anytime we went anywhere. Uh, of significance so yes. if we went camping or if we visited family or we went um I don't even like we went to the zoo yeah he would keep he would find a rock and we would bring it home and we have it written on it with the date so we do have a yeah. little like family rock garden um but 
yeah, we, we have piles of stuff. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Those have started to turn into crystals now. So the piles have kind of shortened. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, I don't know why, like, this is going to sound, and this is the thing with this. Some of it sounds wishy-washy to people and that's fine. If it's not for you, that's it's fine. Sure. Yep. And, um, there are sticks that are very important to them. And there are sticks that if they disappeared, they don't really mind. So you know that those sticks weren't really important to begin yeah. with. So there are some things like I can actually, I can't show everybody else, but this you is actually <laughs> a moth that my daughter collected last summer from the forest, from our favorite part in the forest. We call it the moss field, believe it or not. That's and cool. uh, I am not allowed to get rid of it. And I probably won't because it's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. so, One yeah. of, it's really funny. One of my mom's like favorite possessions is from her mom and her mom picked a big fungi. Like it's huge, like really big. And then her mom painted something on it for her. And so like my mom still this day, and I don't know why she hasn't done anything. She always like, I need to get a shadow box for her. I'm like, then get a shadow box for it. Like put it up, like stop procrastinating. She's like, well, it's gonna be hard for her. I'm like, no, it's not just look but she is so worried about it breaking or something like that so i'm like then just get the shadow box because if it means that much that it was something that your mom decided to pick off something and paint yeah. it, put it somewhere so that you know it won't get ruined right like she might try to brush it off but it's like just just do it why not like I someone think, i think that's sort of what those jokes are about you know when you see witches on tv or cartoons or whatever mm -hmm. they're always like these little hoarders and they have like messy houses with like little junk piles everywhere because they do the way they, they collect things and these things are important and you need to keep yep. them and there's no rhyme or reason to it or you know they have a million crystals everywhere they have mm -hmm. plants we don't even want to talk about that issue because you know <laughs> that's not my husband's favorite thing is plants plants yeah Why? because they're everywhere <laughs> but to me it's like think of it like i get it that it might be because they're everywhere but like that's pretty fresh oxygen into your house i he's just uh <laughs> i mean he's he's a great sport and when i first i mean he has been he has been great he is yeah. we have been together for like 13 years and we really are we really are the couple who is he is my best friend and yeah. I, I can't imagine doing life without him and i don't want to yes and we are very much a pair and we balance each other very well and you know we make fun of my crazy all the time but in all of my mental health issues you know he's always been there he's always been supportive he's never met made me feel like i was a crazy person he just mm was very validating and and very helpful and when I first started talking to him about you know these things that I was feeling and like wanted to get this book about witches yeah. he kind of gave me like the sad you know the side eye yeah, like, but hmm? he doesn't really he kind of supports it in his own sort of sideways yeah. way like he will complain about this pile of rocks here and that pile of rocks yeah. there and you know the plants that always show up but he he is he is always super supportive about it he just he doesn't like the clutter <laughs> but maybe that's what it is because i even find that like i i think i saw you post the other day too that yeah uh, like do you sage essential oils yeah i have uh i have quite a bit of oils yeah yeah and so i i live by my pocket pharmacy from them so it's the one that has like the headache remedy the stomach remedy like pain remedy like i that is that's my first go-to i always want to go to that before i go to an advil or a tums or whatever and i think 
my boyfriend still is always weirded out. He's like, I have a headache. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get you some essential oil. He's like, he's like, I want, like, compared to, mo- like, there's so many people you hear that are like, I don't believe in uh, Western medicine, right? That they yeah. would, right? But he's the opposite. He's like, I only believe in that. When I'm like, just trust me, like, let me just put this on. And if in 20 minutes you aren't feeling a little bit better, I will give you an Advil. I do have Advil in my house. Like, I'm an adult. I get aches and pains. It happens. But it's like, just let, let's try this more natural way first. And most of the time, he's always like, oh, like, I think it was yesterday. He was like, oh, my stomach's really bothering me. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, lift your shirt up. And I was like, you're going to smell like fennel for a couple hours. And he's like, it's good. I, I like the smell of it. And so, like, I just find it works, like, better yeah. for me. And it's like, why not use something natural? Like, my grandparents, like, they're from Germany. And my they were always so adamant of, like, they had these weird – I can't even say weird. I don't even know why I called them weird. But the remedies that we, we wouldn't even use. Like, I can't remember. Like, I bet I could get them to list it at some point. But they used to be like – if you have an upset stomach, eat wild strawberries or like, so, like they always had that. And it was like, they would walk down the road and be like, Oh, that's good for this. And that's good for this. I'm like, why did we lose that? Like, why did we lose that as a culture? Cause they used to always do that. Obviously. I think that, I think it's just the way that we're kind of like evolving. I think as, as a species, I think we're just getting lazy. And I think, yeah. I, I think most people, you know, accept that. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's easier, right? It's, yeah. it's really hard to remember each thing and each quality and what is for what and what is for what. And I'm yeah. still learning and, you know, it's hard for me and I'm still learning. So like I do, you know, a little bit at a time, but yeah. it's hard work. It, and when we don't, we don't want to do that. We just want the easy fix. It's true. I do think that. And I think it's also, I think it depends on who you've grown up with. And I'm not saying my mom is at all into this stuff at all but I find that maybe it's because she wasn't putting it down also yeah. like it was just kind of a neutral ground that you do whatever you want to do even like like I said when I went to church she just said okay I'll bring you there but don't ask me to come right that yeah. was just her outlook on it and I was like okay compared to I think some families are very much of like no that is hoodoo don't touch it it'll kill you or something along those lines and and I've said to a lot of people because I bet you've seen it in this day and age, people make fun of a lot. Like I see so many big comments or memes about girls talking about astrology or crystals or which stuff. And it actually irks me because it's like, what does it matter if it's not hurting you? Like if I'm not saying to someone that I don't know, Hey, you need to do this. It'll change your life. What does it matter if I, if I believe that if I have these crystals on me, I'll have a better day who cares if, if it actually doesn't, cause it, it probably is already. Cause uh, like, if it doesn't actually do anything, it's already a placebo effect that right. your brain goes, I believe this is doing something for me, even though I do believe they do stuff for me anyways. So like, whatever, I just don't get the point of po- like poking at everybody about it when it's like, who cares? It's not hurting you. If someone just- wants it. It's just the way that we've become. And like, I'm not going to ever say that I don't do it. You know, I have days and moments when I get snarky and I make the comments or I make the jokes too. And, you know, it's not the way that I strive to be as a person, but I'm not perfect either. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I strive to be happy and accepting of people and their choices and, like kind of like you do you and I'll do me and Mm -hmm. and you know and am I perfect at it no and yeah there's always those times where you know you're you know chirping at someone but I just 
I don't know. I, I don't know when it changed, mm. I guess. Yeah. Um, and my childhood was, it sounds like my mom was a lot like yours. Um, we, we went to Catholic school because in our generation, if you were baptized Catholic, that's what you did. Mm -hmm. And I never regretted that. Or even though I found that's not what I believed in, I still appreciated the values that they taught. And my son goes to Catholic school that my husband does believe in that. We, We believe in different things, which is fine. But I you know, he's in senior kindergarten and I'm doing school with him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the things that he's learning are about being decent human beings and, you know, trying to be nice to others and how to be kind. And, and I think that separation kind of went sideways somewhere. Yeah. And uh, like, we went through this struggle when um, actually my husband's uh, grandmother passed away and we parent very openly and honestly mm-hmm. um like again like I have said my son is very his brain's just always going and he's trying to be he's just over analytical about everything and yeah. so we're very honest with him it's that he asks the questions he wants the result he wants the answers and he struggled with this concept of death for a long time you know we have like a lot of pets and mm-hmm. his pets were passing away and um you know I'd ask people how do I explain this to him you know, he's just, he's not getting it. Like he he can't. And, you know, we started talking about heaven and because that's what he's learning in school Mm and, you know, trying to respect what he's learning and not sway him either way. And, um, you know, he obviously sees what, what I do and I practice. He's meditated with me before Mm -hmm. and we talk about the life cycle of things and how there's energy. And, you know, some people, were not quiet about their opinions about teaching my child about things like that Mm -hmm. or confusing him about teaching him two things instead of just one focus and you know kids are kids are smart and you know if I tell him every day that the sky is pink well like yes he eventually will believe it but if I tell him that the sky is pink and blue and purple you know he will be able to believe what he believes out of that he won't believe it's everything separately yeah he will eventually believe what he thinks is the truth and i i'm the same way like i whatever his heart however his energy takes him like mm-hmm. you know but for him it doesn't mean anything more or less to me it's just it's just different for everybody it's so true that's the thing i i feel like as a as as I've, as I've grown and kind of come into more myself, because as they say, like, oh, when you're in your early 20s, like, you don't know yourself yet. And I, I totally agree that I don't find that I've, since I've, I'm now turning, I'm going to be, oh God, how old am I turning this year? Mm-hmm. I'm turning 34 this year. And I find that after I turned 30 was when I slowly, I've started to be like, this is who I am supposed to be. And all I want to be is, someone that can educate whoever wants to know. So if someone wants to ask me something that I know, I will tell them anything I could know. And it's like, but I want to be supportive of people. So if someone wants to learn this or someone wants to learn that, I'll tell them as much as I can. And it's just like, I want to be as supportive as possible. Yeah. And that's sort of my goal too. And uh, that's um, like, that's how we parent. And it's just sort of, if somebody asks for parenting advice, let's say, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm going to give you what worked for me or what we did because it made our life easy. That doesn't mean it's the right answer. It's just like the same thing. You deduct from all those pieces of advice, whatever works for you and, and whatever works for you is great. Like, mm, it's okay. Um, 
one of these days, I feel like I would love to try to have a Zoom call with you and Hope, which I have to figure out who Hope is. No offense, Hope, if you're listening to this, because I don't, oh. I can't picture you. <laughs> to whoever, because I would love to sit down and chat with people more about like, their kind of journey of these things not for this podcast I just mean for in general in life because like I love these things and there's sometimes I'm like I I'm the worst and I won't look into stuff so I buy yeah. them and then I just look at things and I'm like oh it's so lovely but I'm like instead of actually using them on a regular basis I just don't so I was like I just need to find more of a community that does it and just yak with and people I think, I think that you were talking about that is that how uh think it is about that is finding the community and finding think in our 20s and even in our early 30s that's what we're really striving to find is this mm -hmm. this community that you know we go through friends and we're going through different stages and we're trying so hard to find that right niche of people and yeah. um I think that is so important I think that's when we really start growing into our adulthood is is when we find that whether it's you find a spouse and you have kids or you find a group of girlfriend mm -hmm. or whatever it is because um you know I have found in the last probably not even two years probably a year maybe even six months mm -hmm. these women who feel these same things and feel the energy and you know whether they whatever they call themselves it doesn't really matter to yeah. me what they call themselves a witch or they just like healing properties of crystals or they just mm -hmm. like to meditate you know um finding them has really given value to my life like tenfold because yeah. there's just this extra level of energy there that builds on yours it's sort of hard to explain um but even i know um there are different things with witch circles and things like that um that um uh you know they get together for different events or for a moon and they do it and they get together and that's obviously been something I've always wanted to participate in but uh you kind of kind of hard in these times yes it's so true hopefully yeah. within the next month or so things will slightly open back up again and possibly get back to normal life <laughs> um what was I gonna say so normally at the end of my podcast, I don't know if you've listened and I'm not offended if you haven't, I totally get it. Some people aren't podcast people, but normally I ask people if they want to like say their handles for social media, totally fine. If you don't want to, some people do like kind of plugging themselves and being like, Hey, this is my handle or their business or whatever, completely up to you. you yeah. So, I mean, I go through phases with my social media. I'm kind of like a phase person. That's kind of how my, like my mental health brain goes. It's yes. very there's a lot of peaks and valleys. Um, but, uh, they, I just, I get kind of stuck in these phases where I will post like a lot about my kids or I'll post a lot about different, like different witchy things I do, or I'll post about mental health. If I'm struggling, I don't, sometimes I've been told a lot of times I've been told that I share too much. Um, but I do that because when I was in my deepest spot, I thought I was going crazy and I thought that it was not okay that I felt like this and that something was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And then I met this group of women in a group therapy class who were all experienced what I was. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is like a thing. 
Yeah. And I never wanted someone to feel as isolated and alone and like broken as a human being as I did, which is why I share so much. Yeah. Um, and it's not for everybody. You know, some people might think it's beating a dead horse, like whatever, but it is just to get it out there so that mm -hmm. if someone sees it, you know, they might feel like they're going through something similar or they've experienced it. And like, it's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay to not be okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So sometimes I share, I don't think I've shared anything in like three days. I know with social media, there's these like whole things. I just post stuff when I feel like I need to post it. My yeah. stories come up as we do things. Um, uh, so Ma, I recently actually changed my my handle. I'm pretty sure it's just Robin Beckety. Um, that's fun like to I find. Look. Try, try well, I, I normally I have you. So if you're fine with me putting it out there, I will. Yeah, I will type it out and yeah. let people take it out. Yeah. Um, um, and yeah, and I just I just honestly post. I try and post as ooh, honestly and openly and authentic as possible. Yeah. And you know, I really strive on mental health and talking about um, being a parent, not that you have to be a parent to appreciate it, but I think that there is, there is a niche for women specifically, like mm -hmm. I'm going to assume, yeah. who are moms who are yeah. trying to like refine themselves because through that process, you, you do, you do get put, you do get <laughs> back burner and lost. And yes, you have yeah. this sort of you know, time to reinvent yourself. So it's right. so true. My one, my one friend I was telling you about earlier, she, cause I do hair. So she will constantly be like, okay, girl, I need to get my hair done. I'm not feeling beautiful at all. So at least let me have one thing so I can be like, I am beautiful. So that's what she always finds that when she's able to come and get her hair fully done again, she's always like, thank you. You made me actually feel like I was a beautiful person again, which she always is a beautiful person. It's just, as you know, her mental state it's telling her she's not. So I completely get it. But so I will, I will put, uh, I will That's put your, I was like, right there. what? That's our incubator with chicken eggs. I saw that. How many chicken eggs do you have? Uh, so we have four, we yeah. had seven, but, uh, my daughter, so we go to a farm and we clean chicken eggs that yes. you eat. So she opened it and I think she wanted to look at them, which I trust her. Like we handle eggs all the time, yeah. but these are warm because they're fertilized. And I think she was shocked and she dropped some of them. Oh, uh, so we have seven, we have four, two of them yeah. are cracked. Um, and they're actually dark shelled. So it's kind of hard to see, but we're pretty sure. I'm pretty sure at least two of them are fertilized. Cool. That's so, fun though. I remember yeah, when I was a kid. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's something we do for the daycare. We also raise butterflies. You know, we, we talk a lot about, actually, we just gave out plants for Mother's Day. Nice. Uh, clippings from one of my plants that the kids watered and hugged for two weeks. And we talked about how things grow and what we yep. need to be happy. So yeah, we can, we kind of get, we kind of get a little crazy. <laughs> no, I think it's great. Every single time I see you post about your daycare, it's like, those are the things that if I had kids, I would want them to learn at daycare. Like if I wasn't with them, those are the things, because if I had them with me, I'd be trying, maybe not as successfully as you do, but trying as best as I could to teach. Don't worry, I got a lot kids. of time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I thank you so much for coming on. I know it was like a, a throw off this morning since you slightly forgot, but that's totally okay. That's um, okay. But thank you so much. I will put your handle underneath in the descriptions of the podcast, my post, so that people will know how to spell your name. <laughs>
but uh, enjoy your day and thank, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.